Sukkah Dav Kaftet, the last thing we were discussing was how to make a sukkah your permanent home during the seven days of the holiday. The Gemara said you bring all the fancy stuff into the sukkah for the holiday, all the nice sheets, all the nice utensils. And if you want to learn, learn in the sukkah, but we said you're not supposed to learn in the sukkah. So we explained the easy stuff you could learn in the sukkah, the harder stuff you can learn outside of the sukkah. And with that, we are starting Kaftet Amud Aleph, third line in, where it says, Amaraba. Amaraba, Mane Mishtaya, all the cups after you finish drinking, Bimtalilta, you can leave in the sukkah. Mane Mechla, all the plates and things you eat with, you have to take them out, Bimtalilta, outside of the sukkah. Hatzba, any broken shards that you usually uh, use to uh, get water, Veshahil, or any wood buckets. You have to take them outside of the sukkah, ushraga, a candle made of earthenware, you could keep in the sukkah, and some say, some say, leave it outside, they're not arguing, if it's a big sukkah, you could keep it there, if it's a small sukkah, that you can't keep it inside, either because it's disgusting, or as Tosfot explains, you might burn down the sukkah. Now, let's go back to the Mishnah. Yardu Geshamim, if it started to rain, you're allowed to walk out of the sukkah once your food starts getting ruined. Tana Meshit Yisracha Mikpah, when you have a medium, not too thick, not too liquidy food, and and it's starting to uh, it's starting to get ruined, that's when you're allowed to walk out. So, Tana Meshit Yisracha Mikpah, Shel Gerisin. Even if it's a porridge of d- different beans that uh, ruin very quickly, you're still allowed to walk out of the sukkah. I mean, there's no mitzvah of staying in the sukkah. And Abaye Habaka Yativ Kamed Rav Yosef Mtalata, Abaye was sitting in front of Rav Yosef in the sukkah, Nashab Zika, Vekamaite Sibuta. The wind came, all of a sudden, wood started falling down from the schach onto the food. Amadur Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef said to the people of there, Panuli Mane, Mehacha, take my stuff out over here, I want to finish in the house. Amade Abaye, Vehatanan Mishitisaha Mikva. Abayah said that's uh, dafka if the food is getting ruined and the food is not getting ruined. Amar le, Rabbi Yosef explained them, ledidi kevan da'anina da'atai, I'm spoiled. Kemisha tisacha mekpadameli. For me, it's as if my food was already, it got ruined, meaning I, I don't want to be in the sukkah anymore, I'm allowed to leave. Tanu rabbanan, hayaochel basukah ve'yaradu geshamim, if a person's eating in the sukkah and it started to rain, ve'yarad, and he walks out, then all of a sudden it stopped raining, there's no mitzvah of going back inside the sukkah. Finish your sauda and then you're allowed to go back in. And the same idea, you're sleeping in the sukkah, it's not raining, and you go back home. You don't have to go back into the house until the morning. And the Gemara asks, or with an eye means when you wake up, or with an aleph means when there's light outside. Meaning if I woke up in the middle of the night, I don't have to go back in. So Tashema, the Gemara says, until the light comes up and it, it's dawn. So the Gemara says, Tarte. it sounds like we're talking about two separate times, dawn and sunrise, they're an hour apart. Rather, you have to say with an eye until he wakes up and it's dawn. Then you could go back in. You don't have, there's no need to walk into back into the sukkah in the middle of the night. Now, in the Mishnah, we said, It's like that master who threw the cup into the slave's face. So, the Gemara didn't understand the Mishnah very well. Who threw the water on who? Meaning, the question is, 
Did the servant throw the water in the master's face? It means he did the, the commandment wrong. He did something wrong. We did something wrong. We're not serving properly. Or did the master not like us? And we, he threw the water into the slave's face. So The real way to say it is, the mashal is, that the servant is coming to serve whatever the drink it is, and and the master threw the water in his face, the cup in his face, I don't want you working for me anymore, I'm not interested. So the sign of rain on in the sukkah is Hashem saying, get out of here. So once we're in the middle of talking about simanim uh, of curses, if there is a solar eclipse, the sun is being blocked. It's a bad sign for the entire world because the entire world needs that sunlight and it's not getting it. What's it like? It's like a king who made a party for his servants. And he put a nice light over there in front of them. He got angry. He told the servant, Get the light out of here. Shut the lights. Let them stay in the dark. Same thing. When Kadosh Baruch Hu blocks the sunlight, it's as if he's saying, I'm upset at the world. Whenever the, the sun, the moon, the stars are being blocked, it's a bad sign for B'nai Israel. Here they're talking in a sarcastic language. They're called the enemies of Israel, but really talking about Israel. Why? It's because they're used to getting hit. Meaning, when something goes down bad in the world, it's usually Israel who get it the worst. It's like a teacher who comes to school and he's coming with a belt in his hand. Who's the kid who's worried? The child who gets a hit every single day. That's the kid who worries. Same thing. And by the way, famous Mahasha over here. He said, you dafke hit the child who could learn and is not learning. But the child who can't learn, you don't hit. Why? Because B'nai Israel are that child who could learn, we could do well, and we're not doing well. And Tanura Banan, when the sun gets blocked out, it's a bad sign for Avdeko Chavim. If the moon gets blocked out, it's a bad sign for Israel themselves, again, sarcastic language. Because the Jewish people count for the moon, that's our uh, calendar. And the Chavim go by the solar calendar. If when the sun is coming up in the morning, it gets eclipsed, it gets blocked. It's bad for the people in the east, west. It's bad for those sitting in the west. If it gets eclipsed in the middle of the day, well, it's in the middle of the, the sky. It's a bad sign for everyone. If the color of the sun is like blood, expect war, people will die. Uh, and now if it's lesak, if it's black like uh, like sackcloth, then then the arrows of hunger are coming to the world. Lazov, lazov, it's red and dark, it's uh, blood and sackcloth. There's going to be uh, wars and there's going to be hunger in the world. If it's getting blocked when the sun is going down in the afternoon, there's bad things coming, but it's going to take a long time till it comes. But if it's coming when in the morning it gets blocked, 
then Mimeheret Lavot, it's going to happen pretty quickly. Say it's the opposite. In the morning, it's going to take time. And it, if it's happening in the late afternoon, then it's going to happen quickly. There is no nation that gets punished without its God being punished with it. We learn about Makad Bechorot. The gods of Egypt are going to do punishment. And when Bnei Israel are doing what Hashem wants, they're not worried about all this stuff. Don't learn from the ways of the Goyim. Don't be scared of what's going on in the sky. Let the Goyim be scared of them. Goyim should be scared of any Israel. And the Israel are not scared. The sun gets blocked out for four things. And if you want to know the, a good reasoning or something good to look up on this, either the Mahasha, the Aruch Laner, but either religious say the Alpshat, four things the sun gets blocked for. If an Avbetin dies, and is not eulogized correctly, the Avbetin usually lights up the world with his Torah. And if he's not eulogized correctly, then the sun gets blocked. So it's along those lines. If a woman who is engaged to be married, and we know Irusin is a little bit more than just regular engaged. She was already given a ring of money in the Hariat Mekudeshitli. So Naram Orasa, who was forced, she was screaming, people heard her in Moshiallah, and nobody helped her out. And that was as clear as day that she was being forced and she was being in pain and no one helped her. So the sun gets blocked. And when there is Mishkav Zahur, men are together. When two brothers were killed at once. And the moon and the stars get blocked for four things. On those who forge documents. Or people who testify and they're lying. Those who raise small animals like sheep, goats, and Eretz Israel, they go eat in other people's fields and there's really no way of stopping it. And those who cut good fruit trees, they're really, it's like as if you're kicking or hurting what Hashem gave you as a present. And for four things, the property of homeowners ends up by the king. Number one, they leave loan documents that were already paid back. They leave it in the house trying to get the guy to pay again. Those who loan with interest. Or for because of people who had a chance to yell at the people doing Averot near them and they didn't yell at them, didn't reprimand them. For the people who, who said they're going to donate a lot of money and they end up not giving. And they always explain, I just want to show that other people that I'm giving and that causes them to give. But there was like a whole plan. And because of those people, the world gets punished. Now, for four things, the money of the homeowners ends up getting lost. On their own, they just get lost. Number one, they don't pay their employees on time, 
even if they're paying them, but since then it's not on time, that's number one. Or people who just don't pay their employees. Or people who take the responsibility off their shoulders and put it on someone else, let someone else do my work. And hoardiness, they think they're rich, they have a ga'ava. The gasuta ruach can get kulam, and the haughtiness is uh, is worse equal to all of them. Aval ba'anavim ketiv, but those who are humble, it says ba'anavim yirshu aretz v'hitanegu al rov shalom. Those who are humble, their money will get more and more, and they will get to enjoy it with a lot of peace. And that's peace from the malchut. The government will leave them alone, let them uh, enjoy it. Hadran alach hayashen. And now we are starting the third parak of Masechet Sukkah. We know the famous mitzvah to take the four minim and shake them together on the first day of Sukkot. And we know the famous pasuk, Ukahtem lachem bayom harishon, peri etz hadar, which is the etrog, kapot temarim de lulav, ve'anaf etz avot is the hadas, ve'arve nahal is the aravot, usmachtem lifne Hashem lochechem shivat yamim. You have to have a simcha in front of Hashem seven days. And our parak is going to be talking about the mitzvah of the Arba'a Minim. So right away we're going to start our Mishnah with Lulav HaGazul. A stone Lulav Behayavesh. And if it dried out, look at what the dry means over here. Either it means uh, that if you rub it, it crumbles. Or some say just uh, the water is not in there anymore. It's drying out. And the idea is uh, it's supposed to be Zeliv and Veo. You're supposed to make a mitzvah nice. And this is not nice. Shel Asherah, if the tree was used for Avodah Zarah, you can't use the Lulav. Shel Dahat, or if it's a town that was sentenced to be burnt because it's an Avodah Zarah town, it's called Ayrani Dahat, Pasul, because we need the Lulav to be for Tefahim. And if, it, and if it's Ayrani Dahat, it, even if it's not burnt, it's considered already burnt and it's, if it's not there. So you're shaking nothing. Therefore, it's Pasul. Niktam Rosho. And Tosfot explains it two different ways. Either the two leaves that are coming out of the spine, their head was cut off. Or uh, second answer, if the majority of the leaves were cut off, that's number one. Nifresu alav. If the leaves were detached or they separated where they detached from the spine, the only thing that's holding them up is you tying them together. Or if the lulav was mamash split in half, according to Tosfot, in that case, pasul. Nifredu alav, if it's separated but it's still attached to the spine, kasher, and Rabbi Yehuda Omer, tie it from on top, so this way it looks like it's all together. Tzine har habarzel, ulavim, from mountains that are made of stone or a place called har habarzel, they don't get a lot of water because of all the stone over there, and therefore their leaves are short. One leaf doesn't even reach to the leaf on top of it, it doesn't cover it. Still, it's kasherot. They're considered kasher. Lulab sheyesh bo sheloshat tefahim. A lulab that has three tefahim kedele na'ane abo just to wave. Meaning you're holding one tefah at the bottom and three on top to be able to wave, which is altogether four tefahim kasher. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.